When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In the meantime, can I tell you something that happened to me on the airplane yesterday? <laughs> Please. I was sitting in the aisle and the seats uh, next to me were empty. And these three, they're like college kids, maybe. They came up to me and they said, one of them was like, oh, hey, would you mind moving your seat so we, the three of us can sit together? We have the other two seats in your row. And I was like, well, where is it? Is it an aisle seat? And it was like the row in front of me. It was a middle seat, but the lady who had the aisle seat was like, I can sit in the middle. So I was like, fine, sure, I'll just move up one seat on the plane. And one of the guys is like, we really never do this. <laughs> and I was thinking to myself, well, that's great, but any every other time that you don't do this, like, I'm not there. <laughs> like, that's yeah. a great like, point. That's like, a really good point. Like, I'm not there to experience the the virtue of you sitting in the seat that you purchased. <laughs> Out of paper, out of stock There's friendly faces around the block Break loose from the chains That are causing you pain Call Michael and Stanley Jim Dwight Creed Call Andy and Kelly Free business paper needs Or Dundermiff Then the people purchase paper people Dundermiff Then the people purchase paper people Dundermiff Then the people purchase paper people Hello and welcome to the Michael Scott Podcast Company, a show for fans of The Office by fans of The Office. I'm your host, and I could wear stretch pants and wait for you to come home at 5.15. It could work. <laughs> this could work, really. Sean Roney. And I'm Edwin James, and I will raise 100 children with 100 of your lovers if it means that I could be with you. Aw, mm. and with us as always, our producer in the warehouse, Mr. Alex Ward. This is a ring taken from the buttocks of my grandmother. Put there by the gangster patriarch of the Coors dynasty. <laughs> Melted in a foundry run by Mennonites. Okay. <laughs> Every week we this get... This expresses how loudly I love you! <laughs> Every week we get together to talk about our favorite show, NBC's The Office... This week we'll cover our main topic, and then we'll finish with some listener-provided trivia. Uh, Maybe a little ordinary things in there. Who knows? Maybe a little ordinary things in the middle there. Uh, but uh, but we want to dive right into to today's main topic because there are uh, uh, several uh, mini topics within it. I don't I don't know what I'm saying. It's wedding proposals. <laughs> what are you saying? There I'm you just saying we have some wedding proposals <laughs> to cover. And I'm excited. We might spend some time on these. It's, this is going to be fun. The topic of today's episode is proposals in the office. <laughs> With Alex's wedding right around the corner, uh, we thought, hey, You're why bad not? At this too. <laughs> we thought, we thought, why not do an episode about weddings in the office? And then we realized we did that uh, when Sha when Sean had his wedding uh, just about a year ago. Yeah, so, which, yeah, that was a forgettable. Fun yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fun topic. It's always fun when you can look at a recurring thing like this in the show. And mm. proposals are actually a very big sort of device 
uh, where weddings can be this big event. Proposals are this this enormous gesture that happens a number of different times throughout the show. Uh, sometimes from Michael, sometimes from Andy, sometimes from Jim. So uh, we get to, we get to see that qu- happen quite a bit. Um, but yeah, let's just let's. Uh, where do you want to start? Well, I'll, yeah, and- I'll say this too. This is we're recording this, and I'm we're uh, four days out from my wedding. Mm-hmm. We we did this a year ago with Sean. Is that a year ago? Over a little over a year ago, with Sean. Mm-hmm. So, Edwin, if you get married and we're still doing the show, uh, I don't know what we're gonna do. We got we have nothing else wedding related. Wedding wedding about. receptions <laughs> in the office. Wedding gifts in the office. Yeah, divorces in the office. I guess <laughs> we could cover that. <laughs> but, <laughs> I, really, really, really quick. Uh, I was talking to our friend Matt, who's going to be the MC for our reception, and he was mm-hmm. talking about like when he introduces us back out, you know, mm-hmm. after the ceremony, but as the reception starts, <laughs> we just we just riffed so many jokes he could throw there. <laughs> My favorite one is just. <laughs> Please welcome Mr. Alex Ward and his first wife, Mrs. Anne Brownwater. <laughs> like, what are the worst ways you could introduce us? Yeah. <laughs> oh, he should do that. But uh, the other, the other one was was looking at like doing a double take when he realized Anne's not taking my last name and being like, Mr. Alex Ward and Mrs. Anne. Oh, that's a bad sign. Anne Brownwater. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> it's going to be so fun, and I'm it's going to be great. Gonna be, I'm excited, to it, man. Yeah, it's going to be great. Let's talk about proposals. Let's talk about the beginning on the way office before you're planning the wedding, when it's just a simple love story between two people uh, sharing an expensive ring together. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe maybe we should start with you know the most iconic proposal uh, on the office, uh, Ryan and Kelly. Yes. Right. Let's start with. Off-screen. Sorry. Uh, wait. Were you guys thinking? No, no. no. Let, let's start with off-screen proposals because there's two of them. Mm-hmm. There's Ryan and Kelly, and there's Phyllis and Bob. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, and so, Pam and Roy. Well, well. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. I guess we don't. Yeah. You're right. We don't see that, but we sort of see them at least <laughs> engaged to a, a date. They're engaged when they, at the beginning. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they, they set a date, which mm-hmm. is their uh, their mm-hmm. their real engagement. Um, well, Roy said the first one didn't count. Right. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> uh, three Dundies later, they're still waiting uh, to get married. But um, yes, sure. Ryan and Kelly, they get married, divorced in a weekend. Mm-hmm. Actually, um, they do need people to take sides. They do, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, how do you think it went? I, I mean, I, Ryan was crying a lot. <laughs> we know that. I, I like how we also kind of get a proposal story for their divorce, actually, is really what yes. we get. A romantic story of them. Uh, spending a weekend. Where is it? Cape Poconos. Poconos. Yeah, Poconos. That's it. When in doubt, if someone in the office is on vacation, it's probably us to do with the Poconos. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there's not much there. We don't see. We don't see this proposal. I think a future drop for you, Alex, can be Meredith saying, "Sweet free ring." <laughs> Kelly good. throws it off. That's um, right. Yeah, uh, but it, it is. It is nice to know that Kelly and Ryan, as one of the more turbulent couples in the office, does have their own little mini proposal story. Um, yeah, uh, in, in a, in a, in a, in a absolute just jamboree of relationships that they go through over the course of the show, mm-hmm. they do do the entire cycle of, uh, proposal marriage and divorce, uh, in one weekend uh, as only they could. And they say that they watch the sunrise a lot, which means they were just friggin' hammered the entire time. Cause <laughs> you're only watching sunrises usually if you're just like been a heavy night of drinking. If you're, if you're, you know, Kelly and Ryan, Certainly. uh, 
and, and you're in the Poconos. I doubt they're I doubt they're doing sunrise hikes. I think uh, it was good that you brought up Phyllis and Bob, uh, their engagement as well. I think that's uh, a big surprise when Phyllis says, I'm engaged to Bob Vance, or I'm getting married to Bob Vance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Pam this is in Gay Witch Hunt, where we find this out, season three opener. When Pam turns around, where did you get that? I love I love that uh, that moment where they're all so happy for Phyllis. Is there a better comeback than, than Michael questioning uh, mm-hmm. Phyllis's sexual orientation, and she's just like, bam, like... I'm getting married to, to Bob Vance. Like, mm-hmm. like Michael is just gets thrown back in his face so hard. Uh, it's a great moment. And Michael's, you know, that's kind of amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can't believe it. <laughs> yeah. Phyllis definitely uh, gains an upper hand there that she can bring in for the rest of the show. Don't yes. make me call Bob. What's Bob going to do? The entire rest of the show. <laughs> yeah. We've Never got, mind. we've got that card to play. Um, that kind of, that, that kind of low wattage angst, or, or a high wattage for Michael of like afraid of being alone that that permeates so much of his time on the show, like Phyllis, Phyllis, someone who went to high school with Michael the same age, someone who Michael I think enjoys is in the office because it's like well she was on the same track as me and at least I'm her boss. Uh, that gets flipped in this moment and Michael now descends to an even further lower darker place I think in his psyche when he realizes Phyllis is getting married because he's like that was all I had. Uh, in terms of me keeping me hopeful, and it, he really kind of bottoms out there. Mm-hmm. I do think uh, we should touch on uh, the booze cruise episode with Roy setting a date with Pam. I know that it's not the engagement; they've been engaged. We go into the show mm. with with Pam and Roy engaged, and I think that is one of the like proposals and engagements in the office is kind of this recurring sort of thing where people are kind of in that state of uh, it, it separates, it, it creates that tension. Mm. for the will they won't they like not only is pam with roy but she's engaged to roy um and when we get that moment of them setting the date and then jim is outside talking to michael and uh michael says roy said the first one didn't count it's just an extra like little turn of the knife for jim who's there Mm. to see it happen um so it's it's right after witnessing the conversation at the table that they all have where it's Mm -hmm. it seems like very clear of like oh jim and pam seem to be a much better couple and maybe Roy and Katie would be a much better couple together mm-hmm. um, it's just it, it all comes in waves uh, no pun intended but now intended uh, for Lake <laughs> Wallenbaum Pack yeah I, I mean obviously that's not like a proposal per se but it does feel like a, a similar kind of moment there's a big cheer in the room and um, Captain Jack offers to marry them as the captain of the boat I had an idea that it would have been amazing to have Captain Jack have a cameo in Roy's wedding in season nine. Oh, have oh, him be the officiant. Can you imagine if Cap- oh, that Captain that would have been Jack- great. Get yeah. Rob Riggle back. Yeah, he should just- have been the officiant. That's yeah. such a great call. Wouldn't Missed that opportunity. Amazing. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Dang. Now uh, I'm now I'm bummed. It mm-hmm. is interesting. Like I mean, you know, Pam and Roy's engagement. Of course, you know, we start the show with them engaged. We get this kind of second mini proposal in a way. Um which I don't think is terribly romantic. Uh, Roy just getting drunk with the captain of a ship and realizing that he's not a man because he hasn't followed through with his uh, engagement and just blurting it out right there in the middle of a work party. Uh, Daryl, Daryl, <laughs> But, um, I mean, it is interesting that the show starts with this engagement, which doesn't, uh, you know, which isn't ever executed. They don't have the, they never get, actually married and it's not the only time that an engagement uh ends before 
before we get to the marriage in this show. It's very true. I think Roy's proposal also is the first one. It's the first one we actually see in the show, right? Yeah. And um, kicks off the uh, trend of if there's a proposal on the show, someone's either sloppy drunk or soaking wet or there's flashing lights. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At every proposal. Uh, and and uh, uh, Roy's hammered here, as was Ryan and Kelly. Um, I don't know. I assume Andy was probably feeling a little liquid courage uh, when he proposes, but we'll get to that one. Yeah, drunk on a really drunk on a booze cruise. Feeling that, feeling that. Roy yeah. just goes for it, shoots a shot. Captain Jack is ready to do it right there. And boy, what a different show it would be if that had happened. I, huh? I, oh my goodness. I, it is just like, I'm just, you know, uh, Roy having this kind of Im- impulsive, uh, like, feeling to, like, propose in front of everyone they work with is something that Jim kind of tries to do uh, yes. in Goodbye Toby. And then he is uh, usurped uh, by Andrew Bernard uh, who sneaks Excellent in there the and steals, steals, the, uh, steals the proposal. Um, Darn! <laughs> <laughs> well, Jim, Jim is explaining to Michael about how you can really connect some, with someone at work the way that he did with Pam, he says you can take things slow, and and Michael says you took things too slow. There, there is um, that element of Jim kind of realizing that this would be a moment uh, to jump to jump mm. on uh, and, and, to, and to propose. But yeah, of course, Andy steals the spotlight. I do think, I mean, having talked about those off-screen proposals, um, now that we get to Michael, Andy, Jim, and Dwight, these are guys who go for big gestures in in, mm. in their own individual ways. So I think. That's that's one thing that the show kind of does again and again is, you know, with uh, varying levels of sanity and delusion, these characters make big, grand, romantic gestures. So, yeah, Andy, Andy uh, starts it off with a goodbye Toby party. Let's talk about that one. Uh, I mean, not only do we get duped with fake Andy parents <laughs> during this proposal, mm-hmm. um, which, by the way, how, how off the cuff is it if he had time to invite his parents who then drove all the way there? Anyway, that's a question for another time. Those are his uh, Scranton parents, I guess. Those are his Scranton parents. I, those are, oh, wait, like we've talked about idea. how that they're actors, right? <laughs> yeah, I like the idea that the Bernard family just will hire uh, surrogates to be in their place, like an Arrested Development. <laughs> that <laughs> yes. is funny. He invites his parents, and they're like, Andy, it's terribly short notice. We'll, we'll, we'll hire those actors. We'll send, we'll send the surrogates. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's Okay, all right. That answers that question. We'll just leave mm-hmm. it out there. Um, Go to the mirror. You're fired. <laughs> What? <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. I'll spank your ass raw. So, we're right. veering into Arrested Development territory, which is <laughs> sorry, awesome. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> I, uh, I do love that Andy kind of steals the spotlight, and this is the, you know, this is oh. An- the way that the way that Andy uh, invites her on stage. She says no, and he says, well, "Then I will come to you, my flower." Takes the whole mic stand. <laughs> the sound of the keyboard. <laughs> Being pulled out, and he's like, "Don't, oh. uh, damn it, yeah." <laughs> <laughs> like Daryl sees it coming like a half second too late. It's so funny, and uh, I mean, I mean, and that's pretty emblematic of this of this proposal, which is that that, and Andy is the perfect character to do this. I mean, someone who completely obliviously just destroys the moment for Jim, but Andy's so bubbly and happy about it and just completely, I mean, why would Andy know? It's not really Andy's fault. Um, 
It's just the most annoying thing he could have done from Jim's perspective. The worst thing. And he does it. And, um, uh, you know, for a relationship that's a sham also. I mean, it's, it's, it's tough. Hmm. Also, goodbye. it leaves Goodbye Toby ending on this note of... I mean, Goodbye Toby is such a great episode for so many reasons. But it leaves Jim and Pam on this sort of... Um, Crossed wires, misconnection sort of thing, where Pam really mm-hmm. thought Jim was going to propose tonight, and he was, but yeah. the moment was stolen from him. So I, I feel like Pam could have been like, I thought Jim, but I guess Andy did. I, I feel like Pam might have figured it out. I don't mm-hmm. know, right when the fireworks are going off. Yeah, and just, plus, plus Jim does do the like, look long look at her and like, hey. And then reaches into his pocket. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, come on, Pam. Obviously, he was going to propose. Like, you could just play along. But it was like, oh. I mean, you know. it's it's an effective way to end the season because it is the season ender. Goodbye, Toby. Mm, right. That's true. And uh, Jim has also done a bunch of pump fake proposals in this season. That's right. Getting down to tie That's issue. True. I would propose that you get me a cup of coffee, which would energize me greatly. He even says, like, have I not proposed to you yet? It's- yeah, he kind of dug himself a hole yeah, with he all did. those. It's gonna yeah. kick your ass, Beasley. Yeah, <laughs> he, he's he's done all this. So of course, like that would actually be another funny thing where he's about to do it and she thinks it's fake, like because of all these hmm. all the pranks. Yes, you know, yeah. yeah. And funny uh, enough, uh, uh, Andy almost derails the wedding as well when he tears a scrotum and has Pam drive into the hospital. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Gonna break in the bed. <laughs> uh, I, uh, that, that man there. <laughs> What is his best moments? I, I'm going to need to see the person responsible for changing those sheets. <laughs> um, I, re- I I watched that that kind of arc from uh from Niagara through a few later episodes after that, and there's like three or four peak Andy uh. Teeth, teeth tucks. I don't know what to call them. The mm, face that we love mm, so much. That we talk yeah. about all the time. There are some iconic ones in there. I'll, I'll send you timestamps, uh, Edward. They're just, they're just too, they're just, they make me laugh even harder now than they used to. <laughs> I feel lacrimose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a good one. <laughs> oh my God. Um, uh, how about Angela accepting what, no, that? Uh, <laughs> okay, oh, sorry. Yes. No, no, no. Angela accepting that. Yes. Yeah. She just like, I said, okay. <laughs> just bit. Just. Just absolutely not into it. I, I can only imagine she just is feeling the pressure of the moment. Right? Yeah. Yeah. She's yeah. just like, you can't say no in that moment, in that time. Although Carol does, certainly does. does she, I was going to say, does, not to, she saw Carol do it, and she saw what that was yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. True, true. Yeah, uh, uh, I mean, does uh, does she say yes to hurt Dwight even more? She, you know, she takes a feud. She takes a feud very seriously. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I agree because I don't. Very good I think it's very clear she she at no point ever actually intends to actually mm-hmm. marry Andy. I think I think most of it is that, I mean, because we know that Angela and Dwight are in love and are are you know sort of. Uh, meant to wind up together um mm. even her relationship with andy is just all about hurting dwight so yes i, I definitely think that that's something she's thinking about in that moment a lot i of, mean a lot of collateral damage uh, mm. on that proposal there in <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. i mean andy's poor fake parents <laughs> i mean I, look to andy's credit he seizes the moment 
he's been carrying that ring uh, for years in his pocket. So good on him. But <laughs> uh, I mean, it's not a bad move. I mean, if you're if you're Andy, if if like the situation, he gets his parents there. Everything's going right. I mean, he proposed to the wrong woman at the wrong time uh, for the wrong reasons. But you know, <laughs> yeah, the actual proposal. Way to step up into the moment, Andy. Good on you. You seized it just a second before Jim, which is all you needed. <laughs> There's something so funny about him saying, and then I will come to you, my flower. I, I, and it's she's perfect. just so uncomfortable. <laughs> it just sets the tone yeah. for their whole thing. Man. Yeah. Like him, it, it was, yeah, it's like him giving her a flower at the dinner party. Like he, like They're just on the wrong page so many yeah. times. And this one seems to set up Jim and, Jim's and, Jim and Pam's engagement in weight loss at the beginning of season five. It, it moves right into it. Yeah. Before we before we get to that one, I, w- oh, I was going to say. Well, I was just going to say <laughs> that you know, again, if we if we're staying on the themes of uh, failed marriage proposals oh, that are please very public, uh, we also have Michael and Carol. Michael's yeah, first yeah. marriage proposal. Let's talk about that one. Season that, three, man. A lot of, pro- a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> but yes, Diwali, uh, as I will always bring up. Way cringier than Scott's Tots. You just watch those two episodes back to back and you tell me which one's worse. Yeah, you tell him. Tell me. (laughs) (laughs) Email, call in, hit us up. Uh, I mean, Michael, as like speaking of uh, just doing everything wrong, uh, Michael tells (laughs) Carol that it's a costume party. Mm -hmm. It's the worst. It's the worst proposal of all. Time. It's so bad. The, the way that the, and I rewatched this. The way that he, how quickly he's able to detach the second paper mache head. I just be guy in suit. He's like a transformer. He just yeah. and it's and it's off. Yeah, that's done. And then she's stuck there wearing the wearing the costume. It is. It is such a stark, just a, a stark example of the difference between Michael and Jim. Where it's like, you know, Jim cuts his tie. When uh, Tam or Tam when Pam tears her veil, cuts his tie. It's like they show up to this party uh, in costume, and instead of just leaving it on to have solidarity with Carol, he just immediately takes it off yeah. and just <laughs> hangs her out to dry. That's it. God, Michael is just terrible. And, He's so bad, dude. And of course, there's no plan to propose to her. Ho- hope, of course I not. mean. You know, especially because it doesn't seem like they're at that point in their relationship at all. No. What are they on their fourth date? Third, fourth yeah. date? Well, no, the ninth date. <laughs> Is that it? I don't remember. Yeah. So in Diwali, uh, she, Carol says, this is our ninth date. Or no, she says this is our fourth date. Hold mm. on. I'm so sorry. I'm in the wrong. Uh, boy. Okay. Fours look like nines sometimes. Wait, can I impulsivity can, and inattention to detail? I had the wrong. <laughs> I had the wrong page pulled up. Yes. Okay. In Diwali, she says this is our ninth date, Michael. But That's another. And what What's funny is that in Sex Ed in season seven, when Michael goes and meets all of his former partners, lovers, girlfriends, whatever, mm. Carol says, "You proposed to me on our fourth date." So that means that there's another wow. proposal that Michael did. Oh, that's right. That we don't see. Oh, or oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. I mean that that also tracks with how mom uh, Michael's mom reacts to the news. Mom, I'm getting married. No, no you're, you're not. not. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, all you need to know about Michael, right there. He torpedoes relationships and his and himself uh, perpetually, constantly, and, and and none bigger than in this moment, which is uh, 
uh, for me, a level of cringe that's that's almost unmatched on the show. That's then like, and right after that is is when he tries to kiss Pam. I mean, the dude is going down in flames in one night. <laughs> yeah, like he's bombing and uh, in every single way. Mm-hmm. And what's funny is he actually, despite his costume snafu with Carol, like he seems to be doing okay with Carol. You know, yeah. I mean the. It's, this isn't even really the end of it. I mean, the Christmas card is really the nail in the coffin for Mike. But, but uh, I, you know, he he makes his his huge move here, and uh, you know, usurps Kelly's Diwali party as well. After he usurps the mic from the DJ to, uh, to 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 do this. I know what you're thinking. Who's this crazy gringo? And what is he going to say? <laughs> And then as, as they're exiting the building, he says, maybe I'm Hindu after all. To Carol. Yeah. 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 Uh, you know, and this is very similar to, uh, I think, Your Mike proposal? Michael, I'm just kidding. Yeah. This is basically <laughs> what happened to me. New bit, but I think what Michael goes through is kind of similar to Roy on Booze Cruise in that uh, he drunk, you know, Roy drunkenly talks to Captain Jack, who inspires him to, to set the date for their wedding. Michael, uh, talking to Kelly's parents, is inspired to take this huge grand gesture and you know take the idea that like why why do i have to wait why don't we just get married and it'll work out um which is kind of what happened with with kelly's parents were led to believe so you could convince that guy to do anything like if you get the right person in front of him uh, Mm and including proposing to someone who's been under on their ninth date by the way i've never kept track of what number date i'm on past like three or four Mm-hmm. Definitely. It'd be weird if someone was like, "This is our ninth date." I'm like, "Are you? Sorry, writing this in your ninth date? <laughs> are you are you writing this in our calendar? This is 257." <laughs> uh, there there is an element of Michael that is zero to 100 in so many of these situations in chair mm-hmm. model in night out right here, and he's never afraid to make the grand gesture or to make the leap in his mind. I think I want her to meet my mom. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, oh God, he says about the girl that he'd been talking to in night out. A sign of a That's desperate right. man. Yeah, so, yeah. You're z- zero to a hundred. Yep. Yeah, I, guess. I love it. I love it more. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Can I tell you? There's a there's a deleted scene from customer survey, which is the episode after employee transfer. Yes, where Michael uh, comes back and uh, has that moment with his mom, where she says, "No, you're not." You know, um, and. Meredith says, come on, how did you propose? Spill it. Were you wasted? And Michael says, how did I propose? Well, let me see. Well, I drove her up to Nashua, and I had the ring, a big 10-carat diamond. It was beautiful. And I got down on my hands and knees, and a shooting star <laughs> crossed overhead. And it lit, It just lit up the diamond like a shooting star. And we were at a restaurant, and I put the diamond into a cheeseburger. <laughs> Kevin and Andy, ooh, Michael. And she took a bite, started to choke. So what do I do? I have CPR training. Go around, start doing the Heimlich. Jim, perfect. Michael, the ring, 10-carat diamond, pops out of her mouth, hits her shrimp cocktail right onto her finger, million to one shot. All of the Greek people in the restaurant start screaming, Opa, which means congratulations. So Andy says, oh, man. (laughs) He's just like, what an epic tale. I got down on my hands and knees. Hands and knees. A shooting star went overhead. We were at a restaurant. (laughs) (laughs) I put the diamond into a cheeseburger. (laughs) Bounces off the shrimp cocktail onto her finger. (laughs) 
Holy moly. She ordered a cheeseburger and a shrimp cocktail. Yeah. Nice move. Mm-hmm. I guess we could move on to, uh, you know, I'll just call them the good proposals of uh, of the office. The successful proposals of the office. Mm. Uh, starting with, uh, as Edwin was uh, ready to move on to earlier, the, pi- the, the Pam and Jim, the Pim and Jam. Mm-hmm. Uh, A little close to my engagement there, Tuna. What's your game here? (laughs) To get married. (laughs) Andy does have a point there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right right on the cuff. It's just, by the way, I... It's getting drops. There is a super cut on YouTube of every time Andy says tuna, and it's delightful. (laughs) Wet tuna. That's it. I was just going to say that. When he comes back from this proposal... Again, another soaking wet proposal. Uh, one of one of one of two. <laughs> right uh, now, I need canned tuna, <laughs> wet tuna. Yeah, I think th- this has been stated before. Large tuna. <laughs> okay, <laughs> keep it coming, Milady Matuna. <laughs> there we go. That's my favorite. It's pretty good. Ah, <laughs> uh, damn it! When he pours out all the popcorn, yeah. <laughs> Thin sliced tuna, tuna carpaccio. That's all I got. That's all the tunas I have ready to go. All right, let's talk about the jam per- proposal. Perhaps, uh, you know, the this is the proposal to date on the show, right? I mean, this is the one that we've been waiting for. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. We get two more uh, big ones after this, but this is the first. And for this most romantic uh, proposal, the backdrop is a gas station, which they built. Mm-hmm. Yes, and we've talked about that before, but yes. uh, I I love this this screenshot and how much how much product and <laughs> like I, iced I did this tea too. and yeah. Red Bull packaging and stuff like that. I mean, all of it's kind of generic looking, but it's just I mean, it is it is the proposal that we've all been waiting for, and it it's the least romantic, uh, uh, the least classic uh, backdrop for a proposal. It is, as as Kelly later remarks later in the show, uh, when talking about this, been like, oh, like <laughs> it was it was at a gas station. I was like, oh, it was really romantic. It was raining, and it was raining. Like, yeah, you know, that's what Michael says. You didn't say that the weather was bad. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the weather was bad. It's such a it's such a great different vantage point of this. Because um, mm-hmm. you're right. I mean, the how much we care about Jim and Pam at this point how much we've been through with them. I mean, they could propose anywhere and it would have been a huge moment. Emotionally, it's one of the it's one of the highest peaks we get on the show. Um, I mean, it's a it's a metaphor. They travel halfway between them. Yes. They try to meet halfway. It's based on the the gas station where that soda pop exploded on me. Jim said in their IM chat. And uh and then Ugh, even when I they roll. get there, even when they get there, Pam says, "This is not halfway. This is more than halfway. You need to pay for lunch." So they even like they yeah. kind of start bantering when right, yeah. yeah when they get there so it's a perfect sort of encapsulation of their relationship but yeah from a from a michael and kelly perspective it might not mm. it might not uh stand up i mean i got i re-watching this scene i got a little i got a little overclamped because i know that if this scenario happened with me and ann uh my my bride to be that is exactly the first thing she would have said when her <laughs> would be like i checked this is not halfway <laughs> <laughs> I can see Andy. I, it was just, I was like, oh, that's, a, that's exactly the first thing she'd say. Uh, that's great. Sorry, uh, you're saying, Sean. 
Oh, I was just going to say that, you know, my, my proposal was, you know, in the rain, in the mud, in front of a gazebo that was falling down, you know? It's like, it, it all depends on how you look at it, you know? Just like right. Edwin pointing out that this gas station is, you know, halfway between them. It's right. it, it it has its own meaning. I do I think too there's like a follow-up to this where they find out that they talk about them getting engaged and Michael tackles Jim to be married? The, the, right. The tall guy got engaged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh I mean you know, in the actual proposal it's pretty simple, pretty straightforward. It's not a long scene. Um, it's, it's, it's quite, uh, it's actually quite short, quite brief considering what the show could have done for this proposal. They sort of play that out with Michael and Holly later, but for this, for who Jim is, I would say mostly and, and, and who Pam appreciates Jim to be as far as like making his move right then, right then there, uh, while they're apart. I mean, it, it, it is really sweet, you know, despite everything that the the rain and the gas station and whatnot, Mm -hmm. um, and thank God, you know, I no mean, one pulled in in front of the camera to pump their gas. While that yeah, was <laughs> I mean, I'm and and of course, I don't want to knock anybody who does this type of thing. But but if you if you pick a, an engagement spot that is like, you know, mm-hmm. really iconic or really romantic, then you share that with a lot of other people. How many proposals have happened at that gas station? You know what I mean? Like. It it it's it's unique to them and special to them, and therefore it is like the most romantic place yeah. that they could have. And that's really all that matters. I mm-hmm. mean, you talk about beauty and ordinary things. That's that's a that's they've made it there. That is created it there. So, yeah. Uh, quick quick question for you about this proposal. Emotionally, your emotional reaction. Uh, which one? What did you? What what was bigger for you? Was it this proposal, or was it when Jim comes back? from the job and ask Pam out on the first date? That's a good question. I mean, mean, Jim coming back and asking Pam on the first date is just like, wait, wait a minute. What just happened? Like, because that's the cut end of episode. Yeah. When she's like, Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. What was the question? (laughs) Yeah. And Jenna Fisher's acting in that scene is, is incredible. It's perfect. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, they throw out by, by saying, what was the question? They throw out the, the filmmaking crew that like they, they just they, what what was go, what's going on like there's yeah there isn't that narrative voice that often mm. is the voiceover that often happens from the talking heads mm. that that set That's up true. all the different scenes but yeah and and it feels kind of the same with this proposal where the cameras there or not doesn't concern them like they're, mm. they're you know Jim especially more than anyone is always aware of where the camera is and what's happening and in this one um, it's this long shot um, presumably they went with Jim the camera crew. <laughs> did they tail him did they get on the other side of the interstate and shoot through the rain uh whatever it doesn't matter but it, it was brian the sound guy with the parabolic mic <laughs> just weeping <laughs> just... <laughs> um i think this one might have caught me more off guard the mm. engagement it, because ah. it's in the season opener at the end of the job as a i was i'm trying to it's hard to remember what my first reaction was to that scene because you know it's been a while you know since you were able to watch that for the first time but mm-hmm. I, I feel like at the job, at the end of the season, you're, you're almost expecting big things to happen. You know that something's going to happen or you, you hope that something will. I think um, it was a surprise, but maybe not a shock at the end of season three. It's hard to remember what it was like to watch that for the first time. But right. I do kind of think that the beginning of – if we're watch, talking about weight loss, the beginning of season five, the anticipation of watching a new, a new season of The Office, I was not expecting the engagement to happen right away. You know? Yeah, that's true. Right. Yeah, that's true. The, the next – 
successful proposal on this on this show and uh, uh i would say maybe more traditionally romantic because of all the candles is michael and holly a fire hazard big fire hazard a uh, lot of money on candles you, you would add to go to several targets you had to, you had to, to buy Jan. all those you had to call candles Jan to get that yeah. kind of inventory mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that (laughs) I never thought. I'm not strong. I'll go back to Jen. I hate Jen. Oh God! There's not a deleted scene of Michael saying that he bought all those candles from Jan (laughs) or got them from her. Yeah, I don't think he bought them. I think he might have just had a couple cases. They're just in the garage of his condo. condo. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Do you think Jan ever made a candle out of spite and just called it Old Tomatoes? Oh, probably. I'm sure she made a lot of candles in spite. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is the garage sale one, and Michael gets kind of coached through his proposal yep. by Pam because she just sees him pouring gasoline in the parking lot. Michael, you had two ideas today. One was fantastic, and the other was terrible. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, um, yeah, they, they get... I, I they I love that everyone in the office is uh is on board. They they know that this is the right thing for Michael. She's perfect for you. And then they have that moment together at the end of the garage sale where every they're all in the office together. It started with the broken ch- and then the, you know the sprinklers come on, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, Holly Flax. It's just a it's a it's a legendary proposal in the office. I know. What do you guys think about this proposal? Uh, the parts that I like about it are. The stuff between Michael and Holly, which mm-hmm. is, you know, them them sitting on the spot, uh, same way that they both sat down when Holly was fixing her chair. Remember what I tried to do there? Michael. Yeah, yeah Michael. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, using the Yoda voice um, in that spot and how much all the all the ways, you know, Michael's imagination could have run wild with the proposal, as we mm-hmm. saw with the parking lot. But, you know, it had to happen inside the office, inside this place that Michael considers a home more than his actual house. <laughs> uh, and and to have Holly come into that space and into his life, I, he reflects that back in this proposal by by putting a lot of meaning into where he does it. How he does it, not a fan. Uh, gets harder and harder to watch it every single time. That's what she said. <laughs> and that's where I'm at with this proposal is every time it comes on, I, I kind of just get like, Ugh. that's kind of because you just don't like the break room part. Yeah, all of it. I, I kind of like the moment when he, you know, actually asked. But getting through the break room, the the, the amount of candles, it, it's it's just, it's one of those, like you say, Sean, it's one of those moments where it, it suddenly it doesn't feel like the office. It feels like mm. a separate. It felt like they made a little extra special thing that that is so the opposite of what Jim and Pam did, you know. And, and, and all the other proposals felt so much felt so in line with the show they felt so ingrained in the dna of what the show is and this one didn't to me it felt like they went did all this extra stuff and it didn't feel it didn't feel like michael scott this proposal that's 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 it well i mean michael's ideas were to pour gasoline that's, in the yeah, parking know, lot true. and light it on you know fire what? you know what as i said that <laughs> you're right a corpse just like me throw it you're off right. the roof that leads to me <laughs> saying the line i lost my head when i fell in love with you I'm sorry. You know what? You're right. This is Pam guided Michael to this, right? That's what I, we could assume. Okay. Somehow, right. somehow I like this proposal because, uh, of course, I I don't like these uh, overly cheesy moments. Uh, uh, but uh, 
I guess I just like Michael and Holly together a lot. And that's maybe what it is for me. And I like the moment. Sure. I like the moment when he opens the door from the break room, which is in, in which I don't like. And then, um, oh, you mean the uh, the oh, you mean like being in the break room when he, when <laughs> the he will opens you marry the door me gauntlet that they make Holly run? Yes, yes, yeah. And then when that. he opens the door, uh, yeah, I guess that's the kitchen. I'm sorry, I'm I I, I get yeah, those mixed I, we, up. Yeah, yeah. But um, when he opens the door and she's like, <gasps> like she's yeah, like shocked yeah. to see all the candles. I love that moment. Mm-hmm. I love I that, like moment. that moment, and too. I and I love that it I love that it ends where it started with them. Sitting on I the do floor I do at too. her desk. I do, too. I do, too. But that's how much the kitchen scene ruins it for me, is I hate <laughs> this proposal so much because of that. I That is, I mean, I, I can't fault you there. That is... One of the... Uh, that's a Roniac move right there. <laughs> one of the best bloopers on the show, in my opinion, is, is going in that scene where Michael is coming up with his ideas. I get a corpse dressed like me. I throw it off the yeah. roof. That leads Ugh. to the line. And then they're like, next idea. And Michael says, Paula Poundstone. And Pam says, what about her? And he says, I throw Paula Poundstone off the roof. <laughs> and uh, like, it's clearly an improv and all of the actors just break immediately. Like, <laughs> even Steve Carell, like they all break immediately. So, yeah. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. That's funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you're right. I mean, look, I'm really happy for Michael and Holly in this moment, of course. Uh, mm-hmm. But. For, for all those reasons, it was like, I agree that, that, that yeah, Michael does give his other, his original ideas. It's clear Pam talks it out of it. And it was like, why don't you try this? Why don't you try this? Um, he has the ring. Is that real? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> three years salary. Yeah. Three years salary. No, she'll love it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I love all that. Um, and like, you know, like Michael is at his core is, is a really sweet romantic guy as misguided and as, as how many terrible ways that manifests itself. He is. I mean, I also rewatched the, um, uh, when they, when they go out to the, the double date or, uh, they go out to the birthday lunch for, for Helene double day, mm-hmm. the way, double date. And the way Michael <laughs> sets up, uh, that whole restaurant, you know, and with like the birthday and how sweet the <laughs> scrapbook he makes. And, and Pam is like genuinely so impressed in that moment. She's like, wow. Like, all right, you know, like that move changes Pam's mind, which is unchangeable, it seems at that moment. Mm. And so like Michael does have this in him to, to pull these moments off. And so maybe it is that, that Pam just kind of reigns in that energy of throwing bodies off buildings and setting things on fire to, uh, that's how, maybe that's just how hot Michael's burning for this, but, uh, kind of funnels, you know, and she lets him keep the fire with all the candles. There's still a lot of fire. Um, well, but, you know, he, he lands the plane really well. That's well let's remember. Okay. We're talking about proposals in, in season seven ultimatum slash classic Christmas. Yeah. Holly is talking about how she's going to give AJ an ultimatum about right. how he needs to propose by the end of the year. Mm. And Kelly says, that's a great idea. Basically, no one does anything for me. Ultimatums are key. Basically, no one does anything for me unless I tell them I'm going to kill myself. So, like, there is, like, an ultimatum God. thing that happens there. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. And uh, But then Michael says, talks about how this is the most, like, important day of his life. Um, hold on. Give me just a second, and I will find the quote. Um, but basically, fun. he says... What, what did you say? <laughs> I, that's just my drop if you're going to, like, hang on a sec. Let me look it up. It's fine. <laughs> okay. 
Today will either be the best or worst day of my life. Holly gave AJ an ultimatum. He either proposes by New Year's or they break up. Now, if she's engaged, I'm going to go crazy and I'm going to start attacking people. If she's not engaged, in all honesty, I may just burn this whole place to the ground out of happiness. <laughs> either way, I'm going to need some talking down and no one talks me down like myself in a video talking me down. So, yeah. 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 He reels him in on the... Yeah. yeah it's okay. Whoa! The fishing rod. Yeah. Yeah. So the the Michael Michael does instinctively go to burning these things burning places down out of happiness. Yeah. The he's fire a, burns within. He's a fiery guy, mm-hmm. no doubt. Mm-hmm. Uh, w- w- we would be remiss to bring up this seed, <laughs> not bring it up. One of the great all time lines on this show, just right after they announced going to Colorado, <laughs> shot of Kevin it's like we're moving to Colorado, all of us. <laughs> it's a it's a five star line. Delivered beautifully by Brian Baumgartner. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it makes you realize at that moment, maybe Kevin's really got nothing going for him in Scranton at that moment. (laughs) He's he's willing to go with him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like, this is what I've been waiting for. This is great. All of us? (laughs) Uh, I mean, those are all the proposals, right? No. We have have one more. Excuse me. Oh, my goodness. We forgot one more. Best for last. Which is funny because opinion. you'll you'll hear my hot take soon. It was your drop at the top of the show. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> Believe me. <laughs> I'm Dwight so excited. Angela. Yeah, I'm so excited for your hot take. Uh, my hot take is I always forget how this proposal goes. I. <laughs> that's I, your hot take? That's it. I just, it's it's late in season nine and I I forget it entirely. I had to look up, I had to read what happens? Dwight pulls her over, and I I, I barely remember it. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm, I, I mean, I'm sorry. This it's is, all right. It's I, it, Dwight impersonates a police officer as he is wont to do. Yeah, this is why you have us, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> tosses the siren up on his car, violently yeah. veers her off the road, pull over yeah. with the megaphone. Mm-hmm. I mean, as for as as. As patient and cutesy and romantic as Jim is with his proposal, <laughs> Dwight is equally blunt, aggressive, and forceful with his proposal. <laughs> it's very in character. Well, I mean, what happens in this episode is is Dwight kind of realize he's going to propose to Esther, mm. and he's interacting with Philip, and he right. realizes that Philip is his son, and he's being coached. And Jim, who is making a gesture for Pam, gets enlists the help of the documentary crew, and. Jim sum, or Dwight summons Jim with the now bag, I think. Yes. Uh, and while Pam is watching the video and Jim is talking to Dwight about how he like Dwight says, I was going to propose to Esther today. And he talks about why. And but there's this one thing. And Jim talks about like, you know, love and, and kind of inspires that in Dwight. And so Dwight, you know, talks to, to Angela about how she he knows that Philip is his son. And she says, right. well, that would all be great if he were your son, but he's not your son. And so then, yeah, Dwight drives after her, goes to pull pull her over. And, you know, Angela says, uh, I just needed you to want to marry me because you wanted to marry me. Because in the business Mm. transaction, Dwight says, you will, of course, be uh, rewarded with a marriage proposal. But they have this big sort of confrontation where Dwight does actually, you know, so much of Dwight and Angela's relationship is coded. It's in secret. There's the the agreement to raise the child. There's like so much Mm. of it is... uh, 
either all hidden or cold or yeah exactly and like this is the moment where dwight says into the megaphone this expresses how loudly i love you right you know so <laughs> this is this uh, expresses how loudly i love you yeah 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 so uh yeah it, there's there's a lot to it in this moment and um and then uh angela says philip's your son and dwight says get out I'm a dad. <laughs> yeah, it's really, oh it's really. You're a dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I, I mean. We're like, this proposal still, even at the very end in season nine, it still feels so I, in the fabric of the show. It's just like, feels like perfect. I, 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 I like all that, actually. I really do. I wonder if it's just that it's, it's almost because it's so tied to Jim and Pam's or like, you know what I mean? Like the catalyst for it is... It, which I, I'll never forget the the moment of 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 Pam watching the video and stuff like that. So it's like, so I remember that very clearly. But I think maybe it's just that it's riding on the coattails of that moment that is hard to remember. I, Are I you mean, calling me wrong? <laughs> so much of season nine is them wrapping up the show and landing the plane. Like yep. I think it's re I think it's very common unless you really like it all goes so fast. I know that a lot of our listeners are rewatching the show again and again on a cycle, which is a t I totally understand that's a way to watch the show. And like I imagine if you're doing that, then those beats are really fresh, you know, or that mm -hmm. they're they're a little easier to remember. I mean, I know we've yeah. talked about how we kind of jump around now, especially with us doing this show, watching different chunks to prep. It's mm -hmm. easy to forget like exactly when and where all those wrap ups happen because they happen in in like hour-long episodes at the end of season nine and one mm -hmm. of which is set in the future you know slightly with yep. dwight's wedding so yep. it is easy to lose the, the, the lose those threads a little bit so i think it's totally understandable it happens to me as well sometimes but yeah. i really thought your hot take was going to be that you liked this one better than the others and you, just, and you said <laughs> i don't really remember this one <laughs> hot take but, i mean i don't it, remember it you know, I I think it's I think it's great that it's really funny. You know, I I yeah. I, lo I I love this proposal. I, I actually hey like everyone, all three of Kevin's these. Kevin's gonna give us his take on the situation. <laughs> Let's listen up. Ooh. I mean, I will I will say it's very like not like me maybe, but I actually I I do enjoy all these. I, I think these three proposals that we've just talked about, I do enjoy mm -hmm. very much. Uh, Pam and Jim, Michael Hawley, and Twain. That's right. That's right. I do think there's I mean, something yeah. there's something funny. I mean, in ter we've we've mapped out a lot of them in the show. Um, in pool party in season eight, Andy has that ring. He's like he talks about how his family met Jessica and flipped out and gave her gave him the ring to propose. And he said, mm -hmm. "I haven't proposed to anyone in years." <laughs> <laughs> so like similar to to Michael, they, I think they yeah. propose a lot. I do think there's something like to the fact that these are big gestures for these people that like mm -hmm. for Dwight and for Andy or excuse me, excuse me, sorry, sorry. For Michael and for Andy, this comes a lot easier. They mm -hmm. they don't have a problem, you know, projecting romantically into the future. Michael wants to catch up fights and the tickling and the giggling and uh you know, like they're they can go zero to a hundred like that, and making this gesture is is very easy, and it's often very comedically. It's very funny. It's done. It's because it fails so spectacularly. You know, um, at least in the case of Michael. But for 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 Dwight, like this is something that was not easy for him. That he had to like build up yeah. sort of the effort to do. He he had that other path with Esther, and he was able to kind of like figure out that what he really wanted to do is propose to Angela. So he had to make the gesture. And same with Jim. It took all those years and all that buildup um, to waiting. 
like in his wedding toast. Mm. And he's finally able to make um, that proposal gesture. So there is something that I think is really effective as a storytelling device within the show of these characters putting themselves out there, putting themselves on the lights. It comes so easy to others and it's so difficult for others. Beautiful. <laughs> Thanks, man. It's <laughs> gorgeous. I don't know. I don't have any follow up after that. That's that's lovely. Your card is more beautiful than the club. <laughs> <laughs> a, a line that I can't get over from that episode from um, what is it? AARM when Dwight mm. makes his proposal is when they have the problems with Angela and Oscar and Kevin and Philip because Philip or Kevin feels neglected. Because of Philip. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he finally gets to hold him and Kevin, the, just the line of, what a chubbers. <laughs> what a chubbers. <laughs> when he first gets to hold Philip. Yeah. Good one. A classic there it one. is. Proposals, yeah. huh? Mm-hmm. I propose. Proposals on the office. I propose we go to conference room that would energize me greatly. Ah, but first, a quick break. Oh. Sean, you know what that sound is? It's a cash register. There you go. You know what? I, I love that sound, Sean. And, and let me tell you why. That's the sound of another sale on Shopify. The all-in-one <laughs> commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. The very service that this show uses for their merchandise store. Oh, Shopify gives entrepreneurs like us, Sean, and we are entrepreneurs, the resources once reserved for big business. So upstarts, startups, established businesses alike can sell everywhere, synchronize online and in-person sales, and effortlessly Stay informed. Scaling your business is a journey of endless possibility. And believe me, this podcast started out selling nothing. We had nothing for sale, right? And <laughs> I, I, set the, I set the store up. I messed it up. Initially, we were losing money on our first sales. Our first three sales, Sean, we lost money because I messed it up. What? And I set the fees wrong. I know. Every I, time we made a sale, we lost I'm ready it. to fire you. But you should. But you shouldn't. <laughs> because... Okay. I used Shopify. <laughs> today, today we're moving product like hotcakes. And we're not stopping there because success is a million milestones on a forever evolving path, Sean. Did you know that? Jeez. I know, dude. Poetic. Like, I, I understand. Now, listen. MSP store, MSPCstore.com. Oh, we use Shopify. You can get all your stuff right there. All thanks to Shopify. And like our business, Shopify powers over 1.7 million other businesses from first sale to full scale. Our business powers 1.75 million other I'll do businesses. that line again, Sean. Like <laughs> our business, <laughs> Shopify powers over 1.7 million businesses, as we do, <laughs> from first sale to full scale. Reach customers online and across social networks with an ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps, including Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, and more. Synchronize your online and your in-person sales. Gain insights as you you love insights, Sean. Gain insights as you grow with detailed reporting of conversion rates, profit margins, and beyond. More than a store, Shopify grows with you. This is possibility powered by Shopify. So go to shopify.com slash Scott, all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash Scott. That's shopify.com. Slash Scott. This episode is brought to you by Best Fiends. If you know me well, you know that I love a good phone game. Something to play while you're watching TV. Yes, you do. Uh, I do. It's it's a it's an addiction. I don't play many uh, a lot of video games, but uh, but I love a good phone game uh, for those uh, moments where you have some time to kill. Uh, in my humble opinion, Best Fiends is the best match three style game by far. The rest are basically the same with different color schemes. 
Um, so stop crushing the same old candy and try a puzzle game with something fresh to offer. With Best Fiends, you play through an actual storyline complete with good guys, the fiends, and some not so good guys, the slugs. Your fiends start out as wee baby versions of their future selves. The more you play, the more fiends join your team and the more powerful they become, helping you solve increasingly challenging puzzles as you progress through the game. It's an action-packed adventure and a brain-boosting puzzle game all rolled into one and with new content added all the time, you're never bored. Not to brag, but I'm pretty far along, but still. Best Fiends has literally thousands of levels with more added all the time, so there's always a fresh challenge waiting for me or waiting for you when we need a mental pickup. Download Best Fiends free today on the App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends. Good health starts with good habits. Uh, I got to say, I am not one for good habits. I've been trying to work on this, uh, trying to get into uh, some some better habits, going for runs, mm. uh, eating less meat. Mm. Okay, These are just things that we sh- we all should be working on. One good habit that has been easy for me is uh, brushing my teeth because Quip makes it easy by delivering all the oral care essentials you need to care for your mouth. That's right. The Quip electric toothbrush is loved by over 7 million mouths, okay, and has timed sonic vibrations with 30-second pulses to guide Mm. a dentist-recommended two-minute clean. That's the thing for me that I like, that I'm kind of always in a hurry. I'm always... Uh, my, my mind is wandering. I don't know how long I've been standing there brushing my teeth, uh, and I'm ready to go after like, you know, 15 seconds. Uh, the, the, I know with, uh, with the quip when it pulses that I, that I've got to wait for two minutes. Uh, and I like also that it's kind of declutters your bathroom. You don't have a big, Mm. uh, cord with a charger and stuff. It looks nice. It comes with a little stand that, uh, mounts to the mirror and, uh, and it, and it just declutters the sink and the, and the cabinet, and, and it looks great. So uh, I, I really like the Quip. Uh, stylish and affordable electric toothbrushes starting at just $25. You won't be paying through the teeth for better oral care. Oh. If you go to Quip.com slash Scott right now, you'll get your first refill free. That's your first refill free at GetQuip.com slash Scott. Spelled G-E-T. Q-U-I-P dot com slash Scott. Quip, the good habits company. Welcome back to the show. Uh, Before we get into trivia, we're going to do a quick ordinary thing segment. That is our building. And we sell paper. It would be not a good idea to do a whole episode about proposals, Sean, and not hear about yours and my proposals uh, as we approach, rapidly approach my wedding. So, um... You kind of hinted at it earlier as far as uh, muddy in the mud and rain in a, in a broken down gazebo, but tell us about your proposal. Sounds like a Bruce Springsteen song. <laughs> yeah. In the mud and the rain, <laughs> down in the gazebo. <laughs> I wish I remembered like my other ideas. I mean, I'm sure that I considered doing it at Cape Lookout, which is a, a coastal campsite that Ryan and I and a lot of our friends have gone to like nearly every year for yeah, yeah it's like been a decade now. Wild, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but uh, shout out to Navor. Uh, shout out to Degard Brewing. Oh, shout, yes. shout out to Jacobson Salt. Tillamook <laughs> Tillamook Creameries out yeah. there. Creamery. Too. Shout out Pelican. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Pelican. Yeah. Uh, but I uh, 
uh, we had a plan to go. I, I I had already bought the ring and didn't know what the plan was. So, which yeah. I think I I think I'd recommend. You know, you don't have to come up with your proposal plan before you buy the ring. Agreed. Uh, but um, I Ryan's family had decided to go wine tasting the day after Thanksgiving, and you know had planned a a few weeks out and I was like, Oh, that would be perfect because Ryan's f- parents got married at a gazebo on Ryan's mom's dad's <laughs> on Ryan's grandpa's vineyard. So, which is out in the Willamette Valley and that gazebo is still there. Um, and is nearly, uh, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it, if it disappears in, 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 in strong gust time, of wind. I would I yeah. would be very sad, but um, and I'm sure everybody they would be too. But uh, but so it, it was perfect. I was like, oh, we, this is great. We can go to uh, there's a winery across the street. I knew it was going to be closed that day, and so it was like, oh, we'll go to the winery aqu- across the street, and it'll be like, oh no, it's closed. Well, while we're here, we should walk up to the gazebo, uh, and. Uh, Ah, you put a little acting in your very much. I had to text. I had to text uh, with uh, uh, Ryan's mom and sister, and we had to make a. You know, I was like, you know, then this, you know, then we'll kind of split up into two different cars, and then the other car will be late, and like you, like Ryan's parents mm. will wait back, and I'll just be like, well, we can just walk up there, and we'll just meet you in a couple of minutes, and they're like, sure, and then so we go walking off, and then, and so. We're walking up towards the gazebo, and Ryan's like, "My dad's taking pictures of us from a, from, a, from the parking lot," and she still didn't figure it out. And and then we're walking like you know, up so funny. I didn't between, know that. <laughs> we're walking down the rows. Uh, of all the grapes and like and it's just getting muddier and muddier we are like sinking in and uh and oh and i should also say too that ryan's sister was really smart to text ryan ahead of time and be like what are you wearing i want to wear something nice so that we can take a lot of pictures (laughs) it was like and that was like what convinced ryan to to dress up and so like but so then we're walking through all this mud and she's like oh my god it's so muddy and and uh and then uh, I think we kind of stopped just before the gazebo, and I was like, "Oh, let's just walk a little bit further." <laughs> and uh, and then she was like, "Wait, why did we why did we walk out here in the first place?" And then I gotta say, I was so nervous, I don't remember exactly what I said at all. And I had a plan to kneel in the mud and then have a muddy knee. I thought that would be really romantic, but I didn't do it because that's just so. I just completely, I just didn't know what to do. I, Did you? I, you didn't. You didn't go on a knee. I didn't go on a knee. I forgot in the moment, and I feel it's like I feel so so it's, silly for it's it. So ner- it's so nerve. It's very nerve wracking. You want to get it right? Well, because I, you know, I think I had something. I I did have something that memorized sort of that I was gonna say and. And it was just like, I want to get the timing right. I didn't want to blow the surprise because she still hadn't figured it out. 
and then I, I I missed that I missed that. But then but then we you know but then it was great because then you know her whole family showed up. We took pictures. We went out for more wine and champagne. It was a great uh, day. Um, I I love that it was kind of a kind of a gray day. But the rain broke just for that one moment for us Perfect. to take a lot of pictures and everything. Nice. So that was that's my proposal. Very nice. <laughs> that's. That's great. I kind of knew the story of yours. I didn't know the full story, but mm-hmm. that, that, my dad is taking pictures. Of that me. observation is so funny. <laughs> I, lo- I know. I, I could just hear Ryan. I could. I, know, I, he I could know. hear exactly how she said that. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, I'll do mine quickly, but mine was I did it in the well the beginning of geez this year. Is that right? Yeah. That was this year. Uh, that's crazy. It feels like a lifetime ago, but it was January of this year, and I had. I would got a custom ring made uh, from this jeweler and it had to get shipped to me. And so a lot my timing on the proposal had to do with when I was going to actually have the ring. I, I had a few things on the calendar and uh, it's ended up that we we had a, a friend has a they own a house out at the Oregon coast, very close to uh, Cape Lookout, actually. And they let us use that house for uh, an extended weekend. So I knew that was coming up. Uh, I had the ring. I got the ring like four or five days before that trip happened. I was wow. I was ready, and I knew I was going to do it at Cape Kowanda, which is one of those beautiful spots on the Oregon coast. It's a huge dune cape that goes out into the ocean right next to Pelican Brewery. It's one of the spots where I go surfing. It's a spot where Ann and I had um, had spent a lot of time together, and uh, I I made the mistake. My big mistake was trying to really time it for sunset exactly mm. because. As you know, sunset on the Oregon coast is a fickle thing. It, it, it can happen sometimes. If it does, it's very brief, and it's usually covered by clouds. <laughs> but sometimes you get lucky. So I rolled the dice on that. And um, my problem is Ann and I are not good at leaving the house when we want to. <laughs> and I knew I knew the sun was hap- I knew the sunset. It was happening at like, you know, exactly 612. I knew that in order to be there at the top of Cape Kwana, we needed to be at the bottom of it by like, you know, 5.50, which means we need to let, oh. leave the house at 5.35. So like, come on, let's go. <laughs> and, like, and, and it's like, it, it's like 4.30 and Anne is still like in the bath, taking a bath. And I'm like, like, hey, hon, uh, like, let's get a move. And she's like, what, like, what do you? Like, what are we like, in a rush I for? I really like, want to see this sunset. <laughs> We're just having a relaxing Let's weekend go. at the beach. It doesn't it's happen just... every day. Yeah. <laughs> it's just her and I having a relaxing oh, weekend God. at the beach. Like, there's yeah. no stress. And I'm, I'm like, me. so uh, my behavior, I think, tipped her off. I think she she figured yeah. it out on the way she was like, to the all Cape. right. <laughs> she didn't know it was going to happen yeah. that weekend. So it actually yeah. was like, there was a, still a little bit of surprise, but not totally. Um, but anyway, we hiked up to the top. We actually got there on time. It was good. I was, of course I was such a nervous mess that I was just blundering it at the top. Cause I was like, Oh, do you like, do you want to stand over there? Or do you, do you like this spot over here? And she's like, at this point, she's like, I know what you're doing. She didn't say that to me, but she's like, wherever you want, it's fine. And I was like, <laughs> oh, All right. You know, I, I'm still under the impression it's a surprise, which it's clearly not. But we found a great spot, and I, it was really crowded up there, but we managed to get a spot away from everyone. Um, I did, uh, my knee did hit the sand. Good I work. don't totally remember what I said. Um, uh, spoiler alert the clouds did not clear at all, it just mm. stayed cloudy. Hey. Um, but we had a really nice, beautiful, 
view of the ocean and it was mm. just us up there so it was it was really nice that was it that's beautiful man hey yours that's too great... yours too you know, and they, edwin will top us all they, i'm sure they, they have, have someday have their... <laughs> i feel like a, a proper proposal story has to have it's like and here's where i fucked up here's <laughs> here's where i messed up mm-hmm. um it, it's a very common occurrence uh if I think there was, I forget some magazine did a story about this where they interviewed a ton of women who married women. And it was like a significant portion of women think they're about to be broken up with right before they're proposed oh. to because the dudes always act so weird and different from their normal <laughs> That's selves. So funny. <laughs> We're walking to a weird remote location away from everyone. He's acting very mm. weird. He's sitting me on a bench. Uh, <laughs> and I think that probably was the, <laughs> that could have been the case for me for sure. But Anne's a sleuth and figured it out right away. So she played along. <laughs> anyway, that's our proposal stories, folks. Uh, no, that's nice have... of you guys to share it with everybody, you know. Uh, there yeah. you go. Yeah. Um, do better than we did or worse. It doesn't Wish really matter. you guys could have been there. <laughs> I know. I know. It doesn't all really of, matter. Anymore. All of us? <laughs> all. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's, uh, do, uh, let's do some trivia. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. Let's just do our thing, collect our hardware and get the hell home. Okay, so uh, this week's trivia. Uh, also, thank you to everyone who sent us new trivia, who re- resent us old trivia. We really appreciate it. This this is a resend from Laura. Thank you yes. so much. Uh, this is, uh, uh, Laura says, uh, I have written some trivia for you. I chose this episode because it is the only episode of The Office that aired on my birthday. Oh. Although I've seen this episode several times until I began watching it for the trivia questions i hadn't realized just how funny it really is Mm. uh it it was very hard narrowing down all the possible trivia and i have left out a lot of great moments if you think of any other funny things from this episode i guarantee i have them in my original list of questions including did i say messina because this is tallahassee (laughs) season eight episode 15 um uh laura this is an incredible oh, trivia that, <laughs> that I could pick through for a long time. I'm I'm just gonna pick a few questions out of this, uh, and I'm gonna ask the dudes. So here we go. In the cold open, Dwight wakes up everyone. He has key cards to their rooms, of course. How does Fonda, he awaken? Yes. I'm gonna go through each person. How does he awaken, Kathy? It's like a loud noise. Like a scream in her ear. He just yells, wake up, in her ear. Yeah. Yeah, nice. How does he awaken Aaron? He, it's like. Aaron's tried... sleeping opposite in the yeah, bed, Yeah, he's right? like, he, I think he's he trying to also... grab her ankle, and it's like, turns out to be her head or her hand or something like no, that. No, he, he, he also yells, wake up, in her ear, but then gets kicked in the face because oh, Aaron okay. is sleeping turned that, around. That's right. Fell asleep reading the mattress label. That's yes. Right. <laughs> How does he wake up Stanley? Oh, he, he suffocates him. Yeah, oh, they, no, yeah. he holds the nose. And- <laughs> Stanley, it's pretzel day. Yeah, right. He and Dwight and Aaron are doing it together. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they say- the way the way Dwight just slowly pitches his nose is so funny. <laughs> just like this could kill him, but we'll have, <laughs> but we have to try it. I'm in control. Yeah. Uh, what about Ryan? Wake up. We're in Florida now. He has Aaron say that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. Like, I'm so glad this is happening. Yeah, yeah. I went to your door like three Come times three last times night. Three times last yeah. night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. not cool, man. Yeah. Doesn't Dwight like look at the camera like that was his yeah. play at all? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and then finally, 
Jim. Jim has been up, of course, since yeah. four fifteen, but with no kids, so he uh, so he has uh, he doesn't know what to do with himself. Uh, describe what he does with himself in as much oh. detail as Wait, you what, can remember. What Jim does with himself? Yeah, what what Jim? Uh, oh, how Jim oh, fills oh, the oh. morning? Sorry. He ties the sheets out the ties the sheets out of the room. The TV mm-hmm. has static on it. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was, yeah. it was uh, Dwight. With stuff the, is knocked over. Yeah, find the Wanda at the alcohol Wanda club. At the alcohol club. <laughs> yeah, uh, there's Brief, a, brief is there not full money? of money. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think there's he cash. He falls out. He falls out of the door. Yep. Yeah. And then Dwight opens the door and here's Dwight. Oh Oh, no. Jim must have got mixed up with some bad apples. (laughs) I think you guys got everything except for there are bloody sheets and there is an overturned lamp is the other other thing there. Um, When Andy is working reception in this episode, he really enjoys it. He does. What are the things that he has done to go above and beyond? With a spiral pen cup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or the color, the yes. tiered pen cup. Did you see that? It's really nice, Andy. Oh, yeah. Come on, um, bagel bites. No, he. Go, I mean, that's what he Mi- says. <laughs> mini pizzas. Yes, mini pizzas. And then I've got bagel, bagel bites dates. on deck. Oh, oh, bigger updates on deck. Yes, bacon yes, yes, yes. Deck. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. Oscar's mouth was in canker country. We keep things savory. <laughs> <laughs> God bless you, Andy. Sometimes uh, I mean, he just nails it. Sometimes his name is Oscar, and he got the mail. Yeah. You better open it or go to jail because it's your taxes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, he's the, he does that, and then he does the the phone message or something like that. Is, are there other things that he does? Something with post-its? Yeah, he, he's he got uh, – I mean, he does a lot. He, he also puts up a sign that says, today is always your day. Mm-hmm. He has new magazines at the sofa. <laughs> oh, yeah. well. Yeah. <laughs> and he uses the shredder and fax machine at the same time. Mm. Can you recall Dwight's ridiculous yet intriguing explanation regarding the cyclical part of shopping habits are seasonal and cyclical? Um, is it like when he's Wait, got the recall, appendix? like like what? Say the whole line. But that's kind of what she's asking here. Yeah. Jeez. Is it like? But I, I mean, I, 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 how about this? Is what, it, wh- where does he go with it? I, well, if if it's cycles, it's probably like menstrual. Shopping is also cyclical. The menstrual cycle determines every choice a woman makes. You see, uh. during ovulation, a woman's only goal is to get pregnant. And during menses, she is sad that she has failed. And how does the woman console herself? Shopping. Ah, <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. Jesus. <laughs> uh... Finally, who is the special guest that Nellie has brought in to speak to the group? Famous Amos. Famous Amos. Do you, can you name his first name? Uh, Charles. Bi- Wally. Billy. Wally. 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 Famous Amos, who himself was born and raised in Tallahassee until the age twelve. Excuse me, famous. <laughs> I have a cookie idea for you. Is it oatmeal, no raisins? I'm sorry to have wasted your time. <laughs> <laughs> is it oatmeal no raisins yeah, he's got like yeah. just let me finish my talk <laughs> <laughs> what's under the sheet I bet it's cookies it's cookies <laughs> <laughs> I love that Aaron says excuse me famous yeah yeah famous yeah that's right <laughs> that's good 
Uh, if you have some trivia that you would like to share with us, email us at mspodcastcompany at gmail.com. Uh, we also have a phone number, 503-694-9314. You can call us and leave a message for the show. We love to play them on, on the show. Uh, we're on Facebook and Instagram. We have a website, michaelscottpod.com. We have a store now. No. MSPCstore.com. Oh. That's where you can get T-shirts, sweaters that are nicely embroidered. Alex showed up the other day wearing one, and we were... I was floored. It was. He did. It was really nice. He hit the ground like a bag of sand. What? Like Alex's knee. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's good. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, seriously, we got good stuff on there, and and a mug. You can a mugs get of every any, character. The mugs. Any character you want. Uh, that artwork is uh, is made by the great Ryan Lloyd, who designs all our artwork. Uh, you can My join us taking pictures of us <laughs> <laughs> and you can join us on patreon.com patreon.com slash Michael Scott become a Scott's hot five bucks a month get a bonus episode every month you get all the backlog of bonus episodes you get ad free episodes uh, together we make a donation to the Thurgood Marshall College Fund Special thanks to our Scott's Tots. We love you guys so much. Thank you for supporting the show, for believing in us, for liking us. That's really nice of you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, special thanks to Ryan. This episode was recorded in Portland, Oregon over video chat. Thank you for listening. Thank you for hanging out with us while we uh, talk through different wedding proposals on The Office, while we share stories <laughs> from our own lives. We just kind of hang out, laugh, and have a good time together. Thank you for uh, letting us making this possible and uh, just spending time with us. It means the world to us. It's a joy to do. It's so much fun that we get to hang out once a week and that people will uh, will come along uh, for the with us on the journey. So uh, just know that we appreciate it. We love you. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Take care. Stay safe. We'll see you next week. Pippity poppy, give me this up. Yes, yes, sir. Woof.com. She's got a way about her I don't know what it is but I know that I can't live without her she's got a way